Hi, this is Christopher Lewis. And Tina Bachrath. And welcome to Dating Intelligence, the podcast, where we give relationship advice from dating to marriage and everything else in between, and always with the goal of helping you to continuously be the best you at all times. And if you're looking for the right partner, we'll help you navigate through today's dating challenges intelligently. And if you're already in a relationship, we'll help you keep it fresh. All right, that sounds good to me. Okay, Tina, so today's episode, we are going to discuss know what your dating worth is. And I just want to start off by saying about three years ago, I came out of about a 14-year relationship and um, I had no idea what it was going to be like getting back out on the dating scene. So for me, it was pretty rough because A, I had the confidence level was down. I hadn't dated in what, almost 17 years. I didn't know what the dating scene was like anymore. And obviously it made me realize, what is my dating worth? It's hard to know what your dating worth is when you come out of a relationship, especially if it wasn't a good relationship. That's correct, yeah. Um, You know, I was married for, well, three years, years ago. Uh, We were together for six and a half. And you know, even, even just that small of a time frame, things change dramatically. Right. You know, with online dating and and again, um, for example, I have a friend right now coming out of a marriage that um, it wasn't a good one. You know, right. they weren't having sex. She wasn't getting any attention. Um, they were pretty much just living underneath the same roof. Yeah. So your self-confidence is already taking a hit. It's almost like you have none because of everything that just happened in a situation like that. You're almost numb to everything around you to where you have no idea who you are anymore. And like I said, for what you're talking about and what I was saying, it's just like I felt like I, this pimply little nerd that was dating for the first time who was afraid of girls, afraid of getting out there, afraid of asking someone out, not knowing what the hell to do. Right. And don't you think, I I think a lot of people too, when they come out of these situations, I'm sure like you, you want to hurry up and get back out and meet somebody. Oh yeah, I do. Because you feel like even though you were technically married, you really were living separate lives for years anyway so you're dying to have some kind of affection attention anything anything that just makes you feel special you know it might not be the right special but at least you're feeling special at least you're getting sometimes any attention even if it's bad attention (laughs) it's still attention no attention that's correct so and like you're saying if, if like for me I honestly felt like, you know, I like I opened up the doors for the first time and I was free, but it was like, ooh, I'm free. And it was like this scared little boy that had no idea what was out there. And so once again, like I said, it's just it's just it's just this thing of not knowing what my worth was. And you know, also I just want to point out, this isn't just if you're coming out of or breaking up with someone. Correct. There are a lot of you married people out there and you know who you are, (laughs) that you're not getting enough attention at home. And if you go out somewhere, whether it's a wedding, a bar, any kind of social event, you know you enjoy getting attention. Uh, You probably are flirting with other people. So I know the first instinct is for people to be, oh, well, I'm not listening to this because I'm married. I'm in a relationship. Right. But this goes for everybody. Uh, hello, I get hard when a girl just smiles at me. So what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, in that situation. So it could be a wink. It could be a smile. I'm like, yo, 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 yo. 
go. I'm already up and ready to go. <laughs> so, so once again, it's just like figuring out what your dating worth is. And there's steps to that. You know, there's steps that need to be taken in order to figure that out, which everyone obviously has different steps that they're going to take. For myself, my steps were, all right, let me get back on the dating scene. Let me see what it's about. Um, you know, and so when I did get my first date after this whole thing, it was very, very, I was scared. I was nervous. I didn't know if I looked the same or if I was relevant anymore, which really sucked ass because I go, I'm a good looking guy and I still felt like I might as well be that kid sitting in the corner raising my hand going, can someone pick me for the dance? Oh, of course. <laughs> I, I was a playboy playmate and I still was like, oh my God, I don't know about getting out and dating. So of course, who, who's the first person I go out with? Oh, probably one of the biggest players in this town <laughs> at that time, thinking somehow, well, because I was a playmate and I'm pretty and he's going to like me. Right. Wrong. Right. It was like, it's going to help you step up your confidence level and it kind of made you go more intimidated. Didn't yeah. It? And actually it just made my confidence level go down by like 10 <laughs> points. It was, again, I had to start all over again after that because he was such a player. I didn't know that he was seeing other people. Oh, the best one um, to start with. Oh, of course. <laughs> Way to right, go. Right out of the saddle. It was a big, huge slap in the face. <laughs> it's a red flag all the way around on that <laughs> Major one. Major red flag. You're just so like I walking into the light. Don't walk to the light. Oh, then after that one, that's when I really did take a break to regroup. Nobody wants to take a break to regroup. Right. I so what did you tell- do to regroup then? What was your regrouping? I kept dating. Okay. I kept going out, and I was fortunate enough at the time to be working at a sports club that was pretty much the biggest pickup joint in town. Right. I was getting asked out all the time, so I didn't have to worry about doing the online thing. Right. Although I did, I did do the online thing once. I, I think that's has happened to be a part of it. It's, it's probably a part of it because for me, once I got out of mine and trying to figure this out, it happened to be doing the online stuff. And when I got my first date, I remember literally going to this woman's house, and that was this was my this was me trying to figure out what my worth was. I'm, I'm driving out 30 minutes outside. Of town to go to this woman's house who happens to be giving a doing a wedding for one of her kids and I'm out there just sitting there going why the hell am I here so I go on this date with this woman and everything and it was fun it was it was nice talking with her and it and it's kind of made me get the banter back and feel like okay I'm getting into this little bit and but it was the second one that really put me back on the map you know it was a little scary met this girl out like you know at, at this bar um, we started talking about 15 minutes in now we're just macking down and just hanging out and I was like Oh yeah, I'm back. This this is this is what it used to be like. Yeah, but the, for you, don't you think for men it's just about um, being the sexual attention? Where I feel like for women, they just want to hurry up and jump out and get into another relationship. That's probably true. Probably true. But like once again, though, I mean, to, to let's play it all out. So with this girl, you know, we're hanging out, and I kind of started finding my worth, knowing what I was about, and my confidence level started soaring again. My my banter was great. My flirting was back on. So I'm checking all these check marks off across the board going, yep, Chris Lewis is back. Here we go, baby. But by the end of the night, when I dropped her off, I drove five minutes away and I started crying. I literally <laughs> sobbed and I sobbed people because my first thought was, what does this mean? It means that I'm single again. It means I'm out here in the world again. And it was, that frightened me a little bit. It is scary. I started crying. It? I cried like a little baby. I might as well put my thumb in my mouth and started sucking on at the same time, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, so these are the things we're talking about. And if you're new to the dating scene and had been, once again, you could be single, you could be in something long-term or getting divorced, doesn't matter. Um, we all lose a little bit of ourselves and we all fit 
find out the hard way on what is your dating worth in these situations. Well, and you know, for a friend of mine who just, uh, again, not not totally divorced yet, but she's trying to get out and date. And she's even, trying to figure in, it out. Even in a pandemic, she's trying to date. <laughs> you know, you, you meet up at a park to walk the dogs, whatever it is. But she literally had this guy that she had been out with a couple of times. Right. Telling her that, you know, he was the best she, or, yeah, he was the best she was ever going to get. Meanwhile. Like, really? <laughs> so you're already beaten down. You've already been in this bad marriage. And your confidence level's them. already down oh, to zero. Your confidence level's already, like, hit the floor. Yeah. And now you're going out with some douchebag that's sitting there telling you, well, <laughs> Way to you, start should, that one you off. should just stay with me because I'm the best you're going to get. Oh my, I'd have told that guy to kiss my ass. You would think that, but because this is probably one of the first guys she went out with, it's almost like she had to at least start thinking, maybe this is the best that I'm ever going to get. You know, I think that it... it she realized after a couple of days, I think it takes a minute for it to kind of it does. set in that right. someone is actually saying this to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's mind-blowing to right. me. So, you know, my, my first advice to people is always take some time off. Although I know really, I mean, that's... It's, it's not, easier said than done. It's, yeah, it's not that easy because is. once, like it again, is. once it's for, like you said, from a guy's standpoint, we want to get back on the horse as soon as possible because a, it's, it's almost like you're saying there's a sense of freedom. Now I can have as much sex as I want. Again, I can do what I want again, but it's not as easy as it seems because your picker's going to be wrong just because your other picker's picking for you. Right. And that can make some bad choices in itself. Your lack of attention. Yes. And need for oh. attention overrides your brain, whether you're a man or a woman. Your libido is going to be speaking louder than ever at oh this point. Oh my God. You know, some of my girlfriends that are in their 40s, 30s, 40s, they're, they're, you're so sexual at that point anyway. Right. And now, of course, you're older and you really don't care what anyone thinks. Right. So, you know, I get the wanting to get out. There's no problem. I, I, I don't think that there's a problem playing the field and doing in these situations when you're coming out of something, trying to figure out what your worth is and experimenting, figuring out. you got to go through a couple in order to really stabilize about your own self. Does that make sense? Yeah, you have to you have to figure out your own self. But also, let me just go back to, you again, your your mind isn't working well. You're insecure, and then you're going on these you're going on these websites and looking or these dating apps and looking at pictures of people that you don't even know right. if these people are really who they say they are. Right. Um, I've had somebody actually say to me, "Oh, but he looks so nice. Look, he's got a picture with his family, or he's got a picture with his dog. Look at the puppy. So freaking what? Has anybody right. has anybody seen the documentary? Don't fuck with cats. Oh yeah. Please watch that. You'll learn <laughs> that these people can doctor pictures and pretend that they're somebody right. that they are. To- they're not at all. And that's the other part of this. You said something just a minute ago that just, just stuck true the home. It's like when you're coming out of something whether it be short term or long term it's a new world out there like for me getting on a dating app versus me just going to a bar and just seeing the girls picking them up that way or whatever getting on an app which was scary to me in itself because I had no way how to navigate it I'm asking friends how to do this how do you swipe right what if I swipe left what does that mean I had no idea what it means and then all of a sudden you find this person that you come off this app with it's like this blind date that all of a sudden you're on where you're going oh hey 
I don't know much about you, but let's figure it out. And so that's a whole new game for me in itself of trying to figure that out. So that wasn't working in my favor as it was. I never did well with dating apps or no. dating sites because I'm not, and some of the, some of the most unattractive guys were ones that I ended up really liking because they had great personalities. Right. I can't just sit there and look at someone's photo and go, oh, gee, And make a decision. Hot. Yeah. Well, and you can make that decision well, on physical You can go out and they're though. hot, but their personality Correct. more than likely is shit. Well, has anyone ever tried to, like, in this situation, you're coming out of something, you know, the first thing their friends say, well, we can set you up with someone. Has that ever happened? And I know uh, it happens well, a lot actually, for girls. Well, yes. First of all, let me just say, and... One of the worst dates I ever had in my life was because my friend, I thought she was a good friend, my <laughs> friend set me up with this guy. He was very nice looking. Mm-hmm. We were out. Uh, he came and picked me up. This was in the day when I was still letting a guy pick me up at home because it was the proper thing to do. Don't ever do that now. <laughs> she's, um, she's not discouraging it, listeners. She's just saying that it's just not the don't new know, If you don't know someone... Do not have them come pick you up at your home. You do not want them to know where you live. Case in point. All right. So this guy comes, picks me up. We go out. And through the whole dinner, I thought, something's weird about him. Okay. I couldn't put my finger on it. Was he acting strange? Was he just saying the wrong thing? He was socially awkward. Okay. The way he laughed was awkward. The way he dealt with the wait person at the restaurant was awkward. It was off-putting. It made me uneasy. Can I ask you something? Before all this happened, before this uneasiness, and you can continue the story, did your friend ever give you a a synopsis of who this guy was? A a briefing? Well, he um, he was her son's friend. Okay. And no, he wasn't that much younger than me. Okay, I was going to say son's friends. Okay, <laughs> all right, here we go. Problem number one, was check. son's friend, and uh, I didn't know anything else much about him. Okay. So the after the date, he oh, and then the topper, he takes me home, drops me off, and he goes in for the kiss, <laughs> and he's tongue is coming at me like a snake. Oh, he gave you lizard face it right off the bat. So, I was like, whoa, <laughs> I don't know what is happening here, but thanks, you know, thank you so much. See right, ya. Right. Don't call me, I'll call you. Oh. So the next day I go to work because I was working with this friend and she goes, so how was your date? And I said, you know, I said, it was really awkward. And I told her, you know, about the the events Strange of the interactions. Evening. Yeah. And she goes, well, he didn't want you to know. And I said, didn't want me to know what? Yeah. That he's Jehovah's Witness and his parents had never really had, he'd never really been around in very many social I was going to say, he's never been around women, but so in a exactly. sense. Exactly. In a sense, he's been very sheltered. Especially since it was her son's friend. Yeah. And it's like, okay, <laughs> you are supposed to be my friend. And it didn't occur to you. Oh, I got so much I want to ask you right now with this the one. There's so much I want to ask. Oh, well, it gets better. Then he's coming into my job. And I didn't want to hurt his feelings, so he did he ride his by. bike or did he walk? He, <laughs> Sorry, just want to know. I mean, we're on it right he now. He wasn't that young. Okay, people. I'm just saying. You said he was Jehovah's Witness. I wasn't about the age anymore. Well, that's true. Could so have been he both. comes by and he says, um, uh, or I didn't want to hurt his feelings, so I said, 
you know, I I got back with an old boyfriend, so you know, I'm I you know, I'm back with this old boyfriend. Right. And he says to me, "You don't think that's going to scare me off, do you?" And the way he said it, I was so creeped out. Okay. I had to get pretty nasty with him and right. forceful with him and tell him not to bother me anymore. Which wow. he, but you know, again, my the moral of the story, don't trust your friends, people. Yeah, it doesn't mean I, anything. I agree with that, you know. But like I said, I know that's one of the first things that happens is when someone comes out of something, especially for women. And I know a lot of people want to set up the girl with one of their guy friends or something like that. And I know it can be pretty difficult. So, um, but... I, I honestly feel on that note, too, I, there's so much I want to ask about that Jehovah's thing. We're going to touch that a little bit later on because I could just still go with but that just, one. Also, though, I just want to put on another, just does it, does it scare everyone off? My dental hygienist mm-hmm. ended up fixing me up with the man that I've now, now been married to 13 yes, years. So that's a good the one. people that know you best can set you up on the worst dates, and the people that know you not so well. Isn't that crazy? Can, you know, so yeah. I always say, Go out with whoever, yeah. you just never know well, what's going to stick. And you have to get, once again, you have to get back out in the game. You know, there's not to say that there has to be any hurry, depending on circumstances, but you do need to get back out there in the game. And a lot of people have problems on figuring out what they want um, out of someone. And I'm like, you will never know unless you go out with someone to figure that out. Yes, he might not be, he or she might not be the best person for that first time around, but at least it's putting you back out there and giving you a chance to figure out what you're really looking for yeah you know what it's kind of like um it's kind of like wine tasting you got to taste enough <laughs> wine yeah spit you some out, out you know you, you like. keep a little bit yeah <laughs> that's right right well on average for you like i know for myself like once again i've always known that i like i never had that much of a problem finding a date or dating someone but in a longer situation i'm telling you it was it was pretty scary and i felt like it, it was like you know, going from, for, you know, an RH group, CDs to digital or from, like, from cassette tape to CD to digital. And, and there's, everything changes, you well, know? you know what? There's, there's definitely quantity versus quality. Right. So you do have to go out on enough dates, but at the same time, you don't have to accept a date from every dude that comes along. Of course not. You know, I got pretty picky after a while because I got tired. Right. I'd rather sit at home with a frozen pizza. Right. I don't want to sit there and go out on a date just for a free meal. Okay, but how long did it take you to figure that out? Let's say after you're, you know, think about it. A couple of your relationships, like, you know, you're getting out of something six months maybe and let's say three years and let's say 10 years in how long did you feel like it took you to say i need to check this out and it feels a little bit different i feel a little bit different because we you know we grow as 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 we just grow as a person and so our our situations about two months ago five months ago a year ago it changes all the time something i wanted five years ago is not going to be the same that i want now well and that's what i always tell people too what you want in your 20s will change to your 30s, will change to your 40s, and even to your 50s. Right. So, you know, it's... I'm uh, half agreeing with that. I mean, for, I'm a guy about to be 50, and I still love the 20-year-olds, so... But, <laughs> oh, you're saying I change. Such a uh, <laughs> of course, serious. everybody likes younger. I but, mean, that's what I heard. What? And again, it depends what you want out of a relationship. Are you looking for Mr. or Mrs right now or are you looking for the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with big difference and right that's and, gonna and make... she and guys for guys she's actually saying this without letting our sex lead the whole situation as well so 
on that instance. <laughs> because my sex drive from my 20s to my 30s, 40s, 50s, it's all the same. Oh, yeah. You know, sure. I still know what I want. But on the other half, yes, I also know what I want. And that takes time to figure that well, out. Well, as you get a little older, you realize that you have to have a conversation out of the bedroom. You yes. have to enjoy hanging out with someone. Yeah, you do. Agreed. You, know, you have to get a bit more pragmatic. Or you're just going to be by yourself the rest of your life. So um, that's, and that's not even knowing yourself. That's just going to, you're just going to be by yourself. Right. It took right. me 10 years between, first, between husband number one and husband number two. Right. Because I was determined not to make another mistake. Well, I was pretty fortunate. I have to say that um, after my my years of being married and getting divorced and finding my next uh, partner, uh, it didn't take me that long at all. But I also, I think at that point, I had some time to figure out after knowing what my dating worth was. Um, I, I already had a, a basis of who I was and what I always wanted. And, and that's something that I think was a little bit easier for me versus the, the friend you're talking about where, you know, she, I think she needs that time to really uh, date, figure it out and kind of place piecemeal together who her perfect guy is going to be right. for the next one. Well, I think it's important for anybody to figure out their dating worth so they don't go out there and let somebody else beat them up. Or you know, especially, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but or especially going off that picking the same person over and over again. Oh, like, no you know what I'm shit. talking about? Just oh spinning your wheels and they have. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a time where I literally had to stop and say, okay, why am I attracting these kinds of people right. into my life? Right. Because I liked the big talkers. Mm-hmm. I liked the guy, the CEOs, the guys in the business suits. Right. And considering you knew they were probably wrong for you, but you're just because you already had your persona of what you wanted. And over time, you knew that probably was not the person for you anyways. Well, you, and you, I wanted something that I had never had before. So in my 20s, I always dated these guys that were, okay, I don't want to say loser, but yeah, they were losers. <laughs> they were people that I felt that I could prop up and make better. I could send them to school. I could clean them up. Right. And then by the time I was 30, I was like, you know what? I'm not cleaning anybody up anymore. I'm not sending anybody else to school. Right. I'm not going to play mommy anymore to these people. I get it. So I stopped doing that. But when I stopped doing that, then I started looking at these other guys and attracting the same, the same player in a different suit. Okay. Very so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you correct that, by the way? You know, <laughs> I mean, you've been married for 13 years now, so you must have corrected something somehow. along the way. You know what? I finally, what was different with my husband, when we finally went out on a, uh, we were on our, maybe a second or third date. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, which I was always used to these guys, always wanting me to take them to Playboy Mansion parties. Yeah. Um, every guy, oh my God, it's been my life dream to go to the Playboy Mansion. Oh my God, I've always wanted to go to a party at the Playboy Mansion. Those guys are crazy. I have no idea what they're talking right? about. Didn't I, I ask but, that of you one time? <laughs> but I go out with my husband and he says, oh yeah, I was invited to a bunch of parties up there and I just never went. And I was like, oh my God. Woo. Check. In, inside my head, I was like doing a dance. It was like the 4th of July in my head. Little did he know. <laughs> That was it. I was right. like hook, line, and sinker. That's great. He was just so um, un. I won't. Not uninterested. Not he, in, he interested, just, but just so eh, whatever right. about it. It wasn't important. He wasn't eager. Yes, that's 
That's a that's a very good word to use for that one. Yes. I was going to make mine even easier than yours. I was just going to say I went from a blonde to a brunette. I thought that was an easy transition. <laughs> you know, it's different. I was like, I'm always, always blondes, blondes, blondes. And I was like, You're you know so what? Easy. I'm going to try a brunette this time. And it seems to be working, <laughs> working quite well. well. Yeah, quite well for me. I don't think I'm going to switch it up anymore. I've learned a lot over the years. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know my worth and what it is. It's the brunettes. For me, men are like a box of chocolate. You know, I like them all. Hair, right. no hair, short, tall, glasses, no glasses. You know, for, for me, the looks thing, if you had, I had a friend say to me once, if we got every guy that you ever went out with into a room, okay, we would wonder what they had in common because they don't, none of them look alike. Yeah, this so is I true. I've never had a type physically, but personality wise, right. definitely. That's a good one. I like that. Um, do you want to, do you have anything else to say about, you know, knowing your worth? I, I just, you know. Okay, people, just one thing, know your worth. Don't let anybody ever feel bad about yourself. Don't let anyone put you down. I had a friend to me, say to me uh, yesterday I was out walking with, and she said, yeah, you know, I'm seeing this guy. He, he doesn't like my hair extensions. He hates my hair extensions. Right. He wants me to take them out. I said, you know what? First of all, did you ask him what right. he thought? Exactly. Do you really give a shit what he thinks? And she goes, well, he says my hair gets in his mouth. Okay. I said, well, well you know what? There's plenty of guys that I'm sure would love for your hair to be in there. I don't mouth. know what she's doing in that scenario, so, and I so, don't think any guy would care about her <laughs> hair, so hair the was in his mouth. So the moral of the story is, be yourself. Don't change for anybody. And if anybody makes you feel bad about yourself, there's always somebody else coming along that will appreciate you. Yeah, I have, I have to agree with what Tina just said. Um, um, I feel like to, in order for you to know what your dating worth is, you have to really understand on who you really are and what you want. Um, you know, like I said, there are a lot of trial and errors in this process, but make sure you, you've been through this enough times. You've been through enough relationships or, um, you know, you've had time to figure some things out and it's, I like, take it from me. It's not as scary as it was. I thought it was, but you, but I also t really understood what I wanted already and had my basis down. So just take your time to know what your dating worth is and really, really love yourself. And that's, that's one of the main things you have to really love yourself and know who you are before you start going out out there and just choosing yeah, all, yeah, just choose Chris. it. You know what? Bottom, <laughs> at the end of the day, it may not happen overnight. You're not going to go out and I wasn't this. saying You're that, You're not going to find Prince Charming. I wasn't or, saying that. But it's going to take a little bit of it time. Will. But yeah, learn to love yourself. Yeah, it will process. take some time. It's everybody has different times. I'm not saying that there's a speed thing here, but everybody has different times. But just know what you want, and just make sure you choose use your picker correctly. Well, try to use your picker correctly, but sometimes the picker is broken because after years of being beaten down in a bad relationship, True. or just it might not even be. I shouldn't say beaten down, but. You know, the, the negative crap gets in your head and it can be kind of hard yeah, to get out. That's so, true. So anyway, learn to love yourself first, people. And uh, thank you so much for being here All right, here guys. Yeah, we, this was fun today. Um, just make sure, please check us out at datingintelligence.com. That's dating-intelligence.com. You can reach Tina at? Tina at uh, dating-intelligence-hyphens. Dating, <laughs> Tina at dating-intelligence.com. And you can reach me at Christopher at dating-intelligence.com. And once again, this is a great episode. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next time.